0: and Gravy with the exclusive interview with our 2022 Moneyball League champ, shout out to Brennan for that fresh beat, had to put that into the pod, well done, tonight folks we break down the beginning of the championship run, the trade deadline, what the champ was thinking during the playoffs and those last moments when he was officially crowned, Beans and Gravy, let's get it. Welcome back to Veans and Gravy. We were off the uh, airwaves for a solid three, four months, and Lord behold, we smashed out a couple new Eppies in less than a week or so. So uh, a very befitting podcast tonight. We get to crown the champ for the 2022 season. And Veans and Gravy has an exclusive interview with this figure who's been on the podcast before. Graves, anything to add to this uh, miraculous podcast as we introduce our uh, co-podcaster tonight?
1: Yeah, um, it's not that exclusive. He's been here before uh, multiple times because he's usually winning this stupid thing. So, uh, yeah, not that exclusive, but it's great to have him surviving the hurricane. You know, I don't know. hurricane was Uh,
2: nothing compared to the playoffs.
0: That's right.
1: (laughs) Perfect, there.
0: Perfect. So, without further ado, you know him, you love him, our 2022 champ, Gregory Durst. Welcome to Beans and Gravy, Greg. What's up? Thanks, guys. Always great to be here.
1: Always, because usually we're talking about your championship.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Usually, good things have happened if I'm on the show.
0: <laughs> yeah, we haven't we haven't had a scandal ridden uh, interview, so let's let's keep the good vibes going. So. We have you here. You have electricity. You have internet mm-hmm. access. So
1: that's that's a good thing. Better than the draft. Actually,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, that was that was that was that's a, that was a long time ago. You know, that was kind of that was an interesting experience.
1: Well, well, uh, let, let's start there. This is a good question, Durst. Yeah. So you were drafting in the middle of a desert. Um, well, had some. Op- well, yeah. No, make it make it sound more <laughs> difficult. You're you're walking out desert of Tatooine looking for some cool stuff and you found a championship team. Go through your process on draft day. How'd things go?
2: Yeah. So I mean, I, I will say that like going into this season, I was kind of just kind of down on baseball. I will say like with the lockout and everything, like I wasn't, I don't know. I just was like, okay, baseball, you know, but I mean, I, I know nobody wants to hear that, but like, and having to draft while on vacation wasn't, an ideal scenario but we, we we started the day draft day in Bryce Canyon which was awesome and then drove through Arizona to get to just outside of Flagstaff we were going to go to the Grand Canyon the next day and it was just kind of trying to make sure I got to the hotel in time <laughs> you know to, to start the draft and so it was I don't know it really wasn't well it was just a lot of driving <laughs> that was the day and then we sat down started a draft and then fan tried to, tried to fuck us. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: forgot, I forgot about that. <laughs> so uh, I'm curious on draft day. Um, I always like to look at this at the end of the year. How many guys do you have any idea stayed on your team throughout the whole season? Do you know?
2: It's a good question. I don't, I don't um, a lot actually. I think um, that was, that was one of my things this year As I was trying to be patient with guys like, you know, um, just and trying not to churn my roster as much. And then also, um, you know, it's kind of forced into that, trying to, I, the you know, spending a third of my fab money early in the year on DeGrom really made me have to be disciplined the rest of the season. So I wasn't really churning the roster as much as, you know, some years. So I think I ended up with a fair number of guys that were still on the team, yeah.
0: Greg, I'm interested to get your perspective on this. We we talked last podcast about kind of the Otani effect. Uh, the, the yeah. value, the value that he has both as a hitter and pitcher. And I was even guilty of it when I'd play, it'd be like if you had him in hitting, I'm like, oh, I, I can run with this pitch. I'm like, oh yeah, Otani's gonna start against the Rangers on Saturday. Didn't yeah, think you that <laughs> didn't think that one through. Like the old Graves when Graves would put all his starts on the bench, like we couldn't add. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, but this was a that's a little bit different right so going into the draft you assume that that guy's going to get you know 140 ish games worth of at bats and all the starts or kind of what was your mindset when you were kind of building your team where you put his production I, at
2: i i i didn't know i mean the, the year before was you know when he won the mvp it was an insane season from i did i was not expecting a repeat of that but i thought if he came you know 90 85 90 of that like I'd be right that would still be incredibly useful and that would I would have a no matter what I would have a shot that year you know so that's so I don't know I kind of build I have started the thing I'm I find that I or that I feel like I'm is my strength is like looking at pitching and evaluating pitching so I wanted to complement him with you know some some top level pitchers I had kept Logan Webb I went and got Woodruff in the draft um I'm trying to think of who else was there it, well and I guess you know it just so I was kind of just I was expecting him to be kind of the same player to be honest I was like I think he can do it again I really there was nothing that I just I didn't and I was kind of and he and he kind of did The season probably from a pitching standpoint was actually better than last year
1: yeah
2: you know and I mean, he had over 200 k's in so, going. He's pitching the night. You know, it's crazy.
1: So, so do you think you'll keep him?
2: Yeah, I'm gonna. Ex- <laughs> oh, I'm gonna extend him two years. So yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> Bre- breaking news here on the D- first degree. keeper uh,
2: declared. First keeper wow. declared. Yeah. Did you? Uh... I, bought, I, I bought his t-shirt jersey, so like I, I can't get rid of him now. So
1: <laughs> the t, the t-shirt's a formal commitment.
0: Yeah. surprised <laughs> You
1: didn't buy a regular one. Yeah. What hey, about so? What about, ahead,
0: what about what about notani chunky sweater is that in the repertoire now
2: I, I did like i mean i'm gonna see if i can't get that in like a fathead type poster for the office
1: <laughs> so um doing a little research for the interview today um june 20th i don't know if that day rings a bell with you greg but that i think was we the, had talked about this yeah that was the day that you had jumped into first place um period 10 right after a 6-3-1 victory over lasers pew pew you befittingly eliminated him in the championship um could you go over any concerns you kind of had maybe going into that championship matchup how were you feeling going into it
2: i will say that tyler's team was a team i was not looking forward to playing his offense is insane and you know the, the pitching can be very highly variable. So, I mean, even though I felt like I probably had an edge in pitching, um, I was, I was not excited to have to try to compete with his offense. I did know going in having the one seed that like, I did not technically have to win the matchup, which is always a nice little, you know, extra thing to have in your pocket, but it was, that was, that was not the team I was looking forward to. Not to say that, you know, um, Beatles team was any any worse but or you know but it was like that was I was not looking forward to playing that offense and it and unfortunately for him you know the vagaries of head-to-head it happens you know
0: what was the uh what was the toughest decision you had in that championship match whether it was uh, during the waiver wire a start sit did anything like you sit there and kind of go back and forth and then you ultimately did or didn't do it
2: yeah um so I had Eric Lauer was coming off the disabled list that week. I ended up actually dropping Logan Webb to activate him because I wasn't going to keep Webb. Um, and then I, I sat there all day deciding if, because I knew was, he had a start advantage to me, and I didn't, I didn't know if I would need need the strike to get the strikeouts just to kind of protect that category. Um, I ultimately did not start him, which ended up being the right decision because he got lit. Up for like the two innings he pitched. <laughs> um, it all, and like that might have been the difference because DeGrom had probably the worst start he's had in years. And also Felix Bautista got my that Saturday was not um, the least stressful day I've had in a while because <laughs> Felix Bautista got lit up that night too. And it's just it put ERA and whip more into play than I would have wanted to. And I ended up having this, I was not planning on starting any pitching. On Sunday going Guy, into the weekend.
1: I remember looking and seeing you had kind of a rough Monday um, to start the week. And yeah, I, well like he
2: he the Monday thing, um, yeah, so
1: he had I he had a questionable had, Kyle Gibson start on Tuesday. Logan Gilbert yeah, Logan Gilbert
2: Jim on Monday. Yep. Yeah, eleven strikeouts, and then he I only had like two or three hitters going that day. So I was like, I was already in a hole on Monday. Where where he had a pretty decent number of guys playing and that's that's always fun.
1: <laughs> was was that the night he dropped that i'm gonna win 6-2-2 I can't remember it, when it was. It might have been bulletin board material. Yeah. So so I had talked to Tyler before your matchup. And Tyler, I'm sorry if you hear this. I don't know if you're a listener, but he had mentioned to me he was feeling a little cocky because he had that start advantage. I think he had two start advantage uh on yeah. you. And I had suggested to him, as like, you got a lot of closers. Like, don't take that for granted. Because you, you had plenty of guys that could catch up yeah. for, you know, uh, K's and, and potentially mm-hmm. wins.
2: I ended up having, by the, there was not the intention this year to go reliever heavy. You know, I ended up having six relievers on the end of the, at, at the end, um, five of whom were closing. Um, it just kind of happened that way. And I'm, I'm trying to, you know, I, I think about it and I wonder if some of that was because I couldn't, really spend money in free agency to acquire some starters, like you know, the guys that were going for, you know, four bucks on, you know, on, on a Monday. You know, so I just was kind of rounding out the roster with with you know one dollar relievers. Um I also felt like I had a core of I w- I wanted to try to keep eight seven to eight starters. And it, and like having Otani really helps with that because then I can fill out another pitching slot. Um, and it's it's just um, so I had I had kind of a good core of starters that I I kind of there was only one or two guys every week that I was ever questionable about starting, which is kind of where I wanted to be. I wanted to pitchers where it's like I'm going to start you every week. Like I don't like don't really care about the matchup. Hopefully you guys you know you're good enough to figure it out. But then you know through free agency and then a um, couple of trades ended up with some 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 extra relievers like. I don't know the big the trade I had with um, Eric um, we'd kind of gone back and forth and it's that was that was before the deadline and so I I I wasn't super excited about trading for Devin Williams at the time just because he wasn't closing I mean you know the strikeouts are there you know he's a good pitcher but he wasn't closing and then like the unthinkable happens and they trade Josh Hader and I'm like what on earth you know I kind of I was trying to go get um, I don't know I used to say John Duran the the pitcher for the Twins that's the guy who I was interested in because I was like this guy's gonna end up being the closer you know going forward and it just you know I ended up taking the good trade better than the you know than the better trade you know and ended up that's you know that's how the seasons go is you get lucky you got to have to you have to have some luck
1: got to have a couple breaks go your way for yeah. sure.
0: Did you, uh, did you at any point come close to considering an, o- an Otani trade, or did anybody come close?
1: He bought the T-shirt, no. he? he couldn't. No, he's,
0: <laughs> I, l- I love him too much, I can't.
2: Uh, if somebody does make me an offer that's good enough to acquire him, I'll send you the
1: shirt too. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have a hard time fitting in that, Durst, when we make that deal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I kind of want to, you know, you won fourth championship very impressive uh three straight championship matchups for you first second first um let's talk a little bit about legacy um I believe you're the goat you've surpassed Jake um I can get Jake out of my mouth now um (laughs) but like one thing you know he has his his team or you know what I (laughs) meant you know what I meant but like just looking at it from a a perspective, he has Craig, he has all this thing. I I really feel he needs to, um, you know, maybe change his software, change his algorithm, a last place uh, finish, just kind of pathetic. Uh, You know, you, you really showed who was boss this year. I think, I mean, Jake's formula went from bad pitching, bad contracts. Uh, I don't know why Craig spit that out, but it was definitely a problem. So (laughs) I just personally, as the biggest mouth in the league, want to congratulate you, tell you you're the goat, and uh jake's a notch maybe two notches less than me
2: well thank you i don't You're know I still, I still consider jake to be the goat
1: that's no. fine <laughs> Jesus, me. i can't handle this humbleness well
2: no, it is i will i will say though like you know th- thank you for i mean i am proud of the fact that it's been the you know finished the regular season in first three straight years you know it's there's i don't know maybe you guys know this as we're getting older there's very few things to personal like personal accomplishments you can be proud of i mean, yeah. I mean it's silly as fantasy baseball might be but like you know i don't talk much shit in the in the chat but i felt like i needed i wanted to you know my one i got a chance to brag you know <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> i mean six straight years now other than that 2019 like it's, it's been pretty dominant like i don't know hard to argue
2: Probably because I sit at a computer all day at work and have nothing to do but stare at my fantasy team. Fortunately, the VA hasn't blocked that Fantrax website yet.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I hope I hope they don't have a, a podcast membership here. No subscription. Yeah,
0: I'll check the I'll check the data, see if uh,
1: where that we're where, where,
0: where we're trending. Yeah, is there any? Anyways, um, going oh, what, to oh, go ahead. Going to that DeGrom, I thought that was a savvy pickup. And, you know, there's probably some stress for a month or so where you had some guys hurt and then maybe there was a temptation to drop him. But going back to that night, how many times did you adjust your bid on DeGrom before you selected your number? A lot.
2: <laughs> it kept going up just because I I had convinced myself that that was a, I mean, that 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 was a make or break move. I thought like that could win my league. And well, maybe, I mean, he didn't have the championship match, but he surely helped me get there, you know? Um, And so I, I looked and I saw that there was maybe three or four other teams that could have bid on him, whether, (laughs) you know, just from roster space or what have you. And I just, I wasn't going to leave it to chance. And so it kept creeping up, you know, every hour I'd, all right, we're going again. We're going one more. Like I tried to figure out, like, because I've had it before at the end of the year where you don't have any money left, and that is the worst. Like, if you're trying to, like, get through the playoffs and you can't pick anybody up, like, <laughs> that's, not, that's not a good spot to be in either. I, but
1: I remember messaging you that Tuesday morning about how good that pickup was, because I, like, there was three of us. I want to say it was me, you, and maybe Shaw were, like, three guys that had plenty of cap space and like could make a move like that and uh i forget what was your what was your bid on him
2: thirty dollars
1: thirty i went like nine and i was sweating it like oh man i'm (laughs) gonna get like because i didn't expect you because you at that point had claimed first you'd been sitting there i was like he doesn't need to make this move why would he make and like guns blazing i i remember messaging you that day
2: i thought also like there was a little protection there that i felt like you know, if this doesn't go, if this goes south on me and my team starts not, not keeping it together while I hold on to him, you know, I think he, I could maybe move him at the deadline. Like I thought mm-hmm. someone who would, would want him. So there's a little downside protection or whatever there, but I don't know. Yeah. It was, it was, it was stressful. <laughs> and I think the, the, the funny thing about it is like, I, like I alluded to earlier is that like, it did make me play a little more disciplined with the, you know, letting guys ride a little longer or trying to plan out moves a couple of weeks ahead so I wouldn't have to like, you know, maybe pay the 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 premium for the hot new pickup that week. Um I still ended up the season with having six dollars left over.
1: <laughs> the guys you missed probably. Who knows?
0: Yeah. I don't know. Did you have any uh, obviously Otani was a driving force on the team? Did you have any kind of unsung heroes where you like this guy was a great value all the way through? Or I picked this guy. Uh,
2: Adalis Garcia, he's one of two 25-25 guys this year. Hmm. He he surprised me a lot. Um, you know, he's all what that... I was
1: surprised wasn't kept last year. I want to say Grant maybe had him, and I thought he might be kept.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't I don't recall, but yeah. Um uh you know it's kind of funny like brian reynolds didn't have a really great start to the season like most of his numbers were not very good all year um and i tried to move him at the deadline a lot but there wasn't a lot of interest And it's it's just kind of funny how the moves you make or the moves you don't make he ended up was probably during the playoffs the best player on my team he was he was so hot there at the end of the you know the last couple of weeks
1: so so i do have one last question kind of about your season um there were some moves made near the deadline or whatever. You had one yourself. That trade that trade with Guru, I brought it up last week. Like Sure. Wh- what what was that? Like how what was he wanting? I mean, I know you yeah, don't want so to just, badmouth him, but I'm curious like No, no, no I- and I just I would
2: also like I'm I'm not colluding with Guru. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that that's my lane so stay out of. this. Yeah, yeah. So,
2: um Uh, he was, he was at that time, Ramon Laureano was having a much better season. He ended up getting hurt shortly after that. And so he was, he was flashing a little bit of that power and he was stealing bases. There was also talk of him getting traded Mm. off of the athletics, which might've boosted his value too. So he was interested in Ramon Laureano. And then he also, um, you know, he likes, he likes, I think he likes the low cost closers. You know, which is Tanner Scott was that guy at that time.
0: So why didn't he get one?
2: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Just joking. I don't know. I, I mean, and I, I'm, pre, I don't know. We we were back and forth with some kind of move like that for weeks. Do I do see I'm, what
1: you're saying, though. It makes. I mean, he had seven home runs uh, in July in the middle of there. Like, okay, that that kind of makes that tightens yeah, cause it up he a was, little bit because he
2: came off a of suspension, right? And then yeah. yep. And then, um yeah so i i don't know like at that time had i not made any other moves he might have been somebody i was actually like had he continued in that trajectory he might have been something i would have considered keeping you know i don't i don't know it's i don't i don't know
1: okay context included i apologize to guru that makes a little sense
2: it it ended up uh working out great for me But, but but
0: So looking at uh, the 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 waft of a fourth championship still drifting over your your head there in Florida how's the uh, how's your outlook for next season look you feeling pretty good about that you think this uh, you're going to have to battle a little bit more kind of where where do you feel on your team going into next year
2: See, yeah i i i the what i have not planned i know i can, what i have idea i mean i'll have otani um i'm probably going to keep adolis garcia and i'm probably going to keep de gram <laughs> so like i just like i like those are three guys i really like and uh, the other nice thing about otani and gram is they they seem to be impervious to the like watching your own pictures on tv jinx that seems to happen with some guys Like it doesn't matter. I can watch Degrom and Otani pitch and they do fine. So I don't jinx them when I watch them play. So that's that's nice.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Watch a guy for one inning. Oh, so and so starting tonight.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's like then he just gets rocked, and you're like, (laughs) great. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Carlos Rodon. You don't you don't want to watch that guy pitch for some reason. Like if you like, I don't watch him. He throws a no hitter. I watch him Sunday night baseball against like a struggling Cardinals, and they score like ten runs in two innings. It's insane.
2: So yeah, I don't know. I think I, I think with Otani, and I I do think he's like even with at forty two dollars, that's a huge bargain. So like I feel like I'll be hopefully right back in it.
1: Last question, real baseball: Otani or Judge? Who's MVP?
2: Uh, I mean, I think it's got to be Otani. I mean, I know I know he's not helping that team. I mean, he's when he, I mean, he's won fourteen games. He's
1: Doing his, his offensive number,
2: yeah, it's, it's amazing to me. Like, I hope he gets traded. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> uh, that I just cannot believe the 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 Angels are that bad. It's crazy. But Judge, I've always had a soft spot for Judge too because he, I think I was I picked him up off of free agency when he first came into the league, you know, a couple years ago. So, and like I think I wrote, I think he had like fifty home runs in his rookie year or something like that.
1: First full year, yeah,
2: or whenever that was, and that was obviously immensely helpful. (laughs)
1: So
2: so I don't know if they if they give it to Judge, he deserves it. I mean, he's having an awesome season. He and he also remembered my, um, you know, confidence in his abilities like early on, and so that he only hit one home run during the championship week. He he gave me that favor back.
1: That was nice.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you, got, I was kind of wondering. it was like, you think the Red Sox were like, he's not doing it against us, and like that's why they like intentionally walked him like twelve times over that weekend. <laughs> I could see that oh, yeah. for
0: sure. I think uh, with the, I think if Otani stays healthy, I mean, like almost every year he's got to be. Cons- I mean, it's just it's just so much valuable. Even if even if the Angels aren't good. Mm, one right. he provides but i think the only way that you can take it from um would be someone having a historic season yes so that's that's kind of where i fall that that's probably not fair you should probably be looking at it on a year-by-year basis but for me but it's also one- true it's
2: yeah it's true it's like i mean yeah i mean otherwise are we just going to keep giving it to otani by default you know like right
0: All right, real baseball talk, fancy baseball talk. Graves, any any last parting questions for the the four time champ?
1: I just want to give the champ the floor to maybe do some humble brags or just go full guns blazing.
0: You've been pri- you've been trying to pry it out of him, but he's just been just <laughs> so professional. He's been. I here got here a, I got a
1: feeling a Vander interview would be polar opposite of this one with Greg. Vander would be letting everybody know. I to let
0: everybody know at the draft before he fell asleep. <laughs>
1: That's true
2: too. I mean, I'm excited for next year. I think it'll be I'm I'm the draft we had in Vegas before all the pandemic and everything, it was awesome. I hope I get to see all you guys there. I'm 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 already put in the vacation request. <laughs> is
1: the
0: is well, is the trophy going to uh, is it going to withstand a a weekend in Vegas? Well,
2: I don't know if it'll make it. Do you, th- you think we'll? Well, I guess I'll be up to to Jake whether he wants to bring it. <laughs>
0: well, that'll be a, that'll be a true that'll be a true show if if, if Jake's ready to consider you uh, here here's the, on hey, top of that goat mountain, break. or is he gonna is he gonna hold that puppy back in Minnesota and send it UPS? Well, I will
2: say here's a humble break. The last couple of times that Jake and I have had the transfer, like every time Jesus. it gets broken. The <laughs> last couple <laughs> and,
1: times we've had to transfer. Yeah. This yeah, me throw keeps,
2: up. I have to keep going to the trophy shop and getting the parts replaced on
1: it. Yeah. I <laughs> mean yeah.
2: I went I went to go look at like one of the junk stores around town to see if they had like some kind of like you know chalice or something we could swap out for, but no. Your, your so guys'
1: reign of terror needs to end. No Clinton champs since 2015. This is starting to get nasty for us.
2: Yeah. I mean, try try something different this year. <laughs>
1: I mean, all, I got nothing. I got in nothing.
0: And all, all the times that 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 piece of uh, championship glory has been in a trophy shop, no one's chiseled O'Shea's name off it. I mean, come on, someone make a stand. I think if if
2: uh, I mean, it's is there in Minnesota now. If 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 Brendan wanted to do the right
1: thing, he could. That's right. Put it the ball in his court. <laughs> I love it. Wow. Do the right thing.
0: Wow, that's spicy. That's spicy. Well, Greg, we appreciate you. Hope everyone in uh, in Florida is doing well. Uh, sounds like uh, you guys are okay. We're thinking about you. And what a what an impressive season, uh, no joke. You know, just the run you've had lately, and then to run into a formidable opponent in the uh, in championship and, and still take it down. Uh, pretty pretty awesome stuff. Congratulations to you from Beans and Gravy. Another yeah, T-shirt yep. will be in the mail to join uh, to join your uh, your collection of Otani T-shirts and Beanings and Gravy swag. So enjoy that. Uh, again, I do not I do not have a medium, large, and XLs only. So uh, you know, couple couple washes. No need to no need to no need to air dry that puppy. You can get that in the dryer. We'll shrink it down All for right. you. Uh, Perfect. You know, as small as your T-shirts are, your fantasy wisdoms great. Uh, enjoy, uh, enjoy the fourth championship, and uh, hopefully, uh, we'll everyone will get to see you uh, the majority of the league in uh, Vegas. Absolutely,
2: Greg. Thanks, guys.
0: Nice work, Greg. Twenty twenty two season in the books. Congrats to Greg for his fourth championship. Appreciate all the listeners. Sorry about the delays in some of the content. There's a little bit of a rough schedule between beans and gravy. We got some content out there. More off-season content. Come check us out. And always, always remember to keep banging.